0: Hey guys, this is John Barksell, and I just want to tell you, if you haven't listened to the Three Ball Podcast, you're missing out on a host that's headed for brighter lights and bigger things. Galt Goldman has a plethora of accurate statistics, and his sports acumen, acumen is second to none. Look out, Stephen A., Skip, Pollock, Cowherd, Patrick, he's next. Catch him now so you can say you were there in the beginning. Hello, and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast today. We are talking about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz said he wants out of Philadelphia. We'll be talking about that. Um, I'm recording this during the halftime of the Saints game, um, and I can tell Drew Brees is not 100% healthy, and the Saints rushed him back. We'll be talking about that. Um, the three-ball fantasy basketball league, I'm going to be giving you some updates on that. I'll tell you um, who owns the teams, blah, 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 team names, just because some of them are pretty funny, in my opinion. Um, Notre Dame being ranked number four instead of uh, you SEC people want uh, Texas A and M in the game, but whatever. Um, Antonio Brown had a big day today. Des Bryant caught a touchdown pass today. Jalen Hurts is playing great as I'm talking right now. He's got three touchdowns, no interceptions as I'm talking. If he throws five interceptions after this podcast is done, then I'm sorry that I can't see into the future. And then Eminem's back and worse than ever, folks. That's what we're talking about. So, let's start off with Carson Wentz. Um, Carson Wentz said he wants out. He said, if I'm not playing, I want out. And, doesn't look good. Um, nope. I don't know anybody who wants Carson Wentz. Uh, obviously, uh, coming in, while I'm recording this, the Colts won their game. They're 10-4. Phillip Rivers looks pretty good. Looks, pre- looks like he's still got a year or two left in him. So... He looks um, a lot more rejuvenated than he did in San Diego, aka Los Angeles, aka whatever you want to call it. Looks more rejuvenated now than he did then. It looks like he's got some years left. So I don't really know if Frank Reich and the Colts would want to jeopardize that, uh, jeopardize some quarterback controversy, and trade for a guy like Carson Wentz, and you're gonna have. Yeah, the quarterbacks you're going to have on the roster next year may be Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, Jacob Eason, and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is statistically the worst quarterback this year, throws a lot of interceptions, holds the ball too long, and he's making mistakes that Phillip doesn't make. He's making mistakes that Jacoby Brissett doesn't make. He's making mistakes that Jacob Eason might not make. So it's hard to tell what you want in that situation. And it's going to come off and it's going to hurt the Colts. And I'm going to tell you why it's Colts trade for Carson Wentz next year. It's going to hurt them. Um, Phillip's contract is over after this year. Um, and they have the choice not to resign if they want to trade for Carson Wentz. So let's just hypothetically say Colts trade for Carson Wentz. Say, thank you, Philip for your one year. You're off and you go, he'll go play somewhere else. I could potentially see Philip going to New Orleans next year. Um, because this is Drew's last year, but we'll get into that later. This is definitely Drew's last year, in my opinion. And I could see uh, Philip going to New Orleans for maybe last year. The last couple of years as um, a quarterback that we keep until we draft the future of the franchise. Um, so Carson Wentz is in Indianapolis. Jacoby Brissett's the backup. It was already clear that the players on the team... Years, three years ago like Jacoby Brissett more than they did Andrew Luck And Andrew Luck's a, a likable guy He just really wasn't a great team leader Carson Wentz definitely isn't a great team leader um, From what you can tell in the field Players aren't motivated by him So you're going to tell me the guy, <laughs> the guy who's not as charismatic as Nick Foles Not as charismatic as Jalen Hurts Not as charismatic as 41 year old Josh McGowan who can't motivate the players on the field to play well with him, they look sloppy, he makes mistakes, and then when he throws an interception, he's not going to change anything to fix the mistake. It's just going to be, well, it's my fault, Uh, i got to get better. That's what he said every press conference after every game. It's my fault, I have to get better. You didn't get better. Stop saying I'm going to get better when you're not getting better. There's stuff wrong with your footwork, which obviously can't be fixed right now. Because when you try to fix foot when you try to fix footwork in the middle of the season, it can often get worse. The quarterback's performance can often get worse, which is something you don't want to do right now. Um, Carson has a lot of problems, and it's not going to be good if he goes to Indianapolis. People assume that people like playing for Carson Wentz. It doesn't look like they do. Um, uh, one of the Bennett brothers said, Carson... Nick Foles is better than Carson Wentz uh, Brett Favre said that he was surprised They traded Nick Foles Or got rid of Nick Foles instead of Carson Wentz There are people on that Eagles team Who are like yeah Nick Foles was The better option Because Carson can't motivate people to play football Carson blames other people car oh, He doesn't blame other people publicly But I can guarantee you He probably blames them in, in the back So yeah I don't think it's going to work out Carson will be the backup. Um they they might cut him. I don't know. Because Jalen Hurts is playing really good as we speak. Um, the Saints, they rush Drew Brees back. Uh, the Saints are losing at halftime. It's like fourteen to nine. Um, you can tell every time Drew throws a pass it hurts him because he's straining on every throw. He doesn't look good. It's really bad to see. This is how Drew's last year is going. The New Orleans Saints, after all the service he's done, they're forcing him back in because we don't have another quarterback. Because um, of COVID, Jameis Winston's out. So the uh, the only other real quarterback we had on roster is out. So it's him and Taysom. Those are the two quarterbacks that we got today. It doesn't look good. Um, it's just sad to see that, that that's this is how his last couple years has gone in. So, and now let's go to the... Um, uh, let's go to the fantasy league. I, I'm gonna pull it up on my phone real quick, and we'll talk about the team that we got in there. So the draft is on Tuesday. So on that Wednesday podcast episode, I'll do, let y'all get the teams. I'll I'll go. I'll read you off the teams, and there will be a poll on the Instagram. I guess that you can pick what team that you think is best. Um. So my team is business is booming because it's all about the Antonio Brown vibe. Um, then we got, uh, Kawhi River, that's my boy Jonah, um, I think that's funny if you get, get the whole context, Kawhi Mia River, blah, 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 um, Alpha, Team Alpha, oh, that's my boy, um, that's my boy Daniel, um, the Augusta Bills, that's Ricky, he'll be on the podcast pretty soon, I think, um, Ricky's a Bills fan, and so he just incorporated into the Fantasy League, Augusta Bills. Um, we got, uh, Team Pigeon, that's my boy Blake, he might be on the podcast soon. Uh, Team Weinstein, that's Jonah, my, my buddy, he's pretty, he knows a lot about basketball and sports in general. Uh, really, he's a pretty good lacrosse, lacrosse player from what I've seen of the lacrosse games. I went to a lacrosse game a couple years ago where he was playing, he, from what I know about lacrosse, he seen today, he was pretty good, so... Um, then we got my uncle, my uncle James, he owns a team, not own a team, but you get it, uh, Ken Kobe, that's his team name, RIP Kobe, uh, my my uncle, he's a big Chicago Bulls fan, so I won't be surprised if Derrick Rose is on his team coming into the, coming into the season, uh, then we got the, uh, the loop and shoot podcast over here, they got, they got their two teams, the Trust the Process and, uh. Yeah, Team Whitlock. The, those guys run a very good podcast over there, so you, sh- you should definitely go check them out, whoop and shoop. Uh, and then you got Team Kanye 2020, and that's uh, my buddy Tyler. So those are the team names. Um, I don't know who has the first pick. I'm kind of clueless on that. Um, it's a snake draft, by the way. I'll, I'll break down everything that happened so you guys can know. But yeah, I think it's definitely going to be fun, and for people who want to play next year, or if you want to play football or baseball next year, um, just let me know. There's pride, there's going to be cash rewards for best regular season, and best, uh, and if you win the championship, best regular season, best, cha- and winning the championship. Pretty simple stuff. Um, now, let's get into the big stuff. Notre Dame was ranked number four in the college uh, rankings, coming out today. Whew. This is a tough one. Um, Notre Dame got destroyed by Clemson. I got that one right. I didn't get... I got a couple of games right. Um, did not get Iowa State right. I thought Iowa State was going to win. Uh, they came back and made a close game, but unfortunately, talent outshined uh, coaching. Uh, sad to see, but it happens a lot of times. Uh, Alabama won. I got that right. Clemson won. Got that right. Um, what else did I say? Uh Ohio State won. I got that one right. I think those were all the big games. Let me know if I missed anything there. Um, uh, Cincinnati won. I got USC wrong. USC. I just completely guessed. I I haven't watched the USC game and I hadn't watched the Oregon game. I just completely guessed on the USC one. And yeah, USC got USC lost. So Notre Dame, they did get blown out by Clemson by four touchdowns. And a lot of SEC fans are mad at the fact that Notre Dame gets in and Texas A&M does not. Well, here's the thing. I would agree with you if I hadn't seen Texas A&M already get killed by Alabama. So Notre Dame is going to play Alabama because they're the four Alabamas to one. I've already seen Texas A&M play Alabama. That didn't end well. Personally, my four teams I posted on my Instagram right after the Clemson game, it should have been uh, the four teams should be Alabama, Ohio or Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Cincinnati. Those were my four teams. Um, obviously, Cincinnati did not make it. They're playing Georgia in a bowl game. I do not know which bowl game. And if Cincinnati wins, it, it, it's not going to help Cincinnati. If Cincinnati wins, then. People are going SEC fans are going to be like, well, Georgia wasn't trying. Georgia players opted out. Whatever. And if Cincinnati loses, then it would be, well, then he, that's why Cincinnati didn't get it. And SEC, SEC. That's the only problem that I have with the bowl games. Bowl games don't really matter anymore. Especially if you're not in the Final Four. So it's whatever. Um, I thought Cincinnati should have got in. Fortunately, they did not. Notre Dame gets in. And here, okay, so uh, I can't remember where exactly this was, but if you look at Notre, uh, Texas a and m schedule, let me pull it up real quick on my phone. Texas A&M football schedule. Um, we saw that Mr. Jimbo Fisher said that they deserved to be in the championship game. And I will tell you, this record... So, they beat Vanderbilt in the first game of the season, 17-12. to You know what Vandy did this year? You know what you know, their most, most impactful moment was? Letting Sarah Fuller kick a field goal. Or kick a PAT. That was their most impactful moment this year. They also fired their head coach. Vanderbilt was not a good team. They got beat by Alabama 52-24. Same game in the second week. Second week, They got beat. Then they beat Florida 41-38. Florida just got beat by Alabama. They barely beat Florida. Florida was a very overrated team this year, by the way. Then they beat Mississippi State 28-14. Mississippi State wasn't good this year. They barely, They beat Arkansas 42-31, which I think was a good win for them. But even in this case, Arkansas, this is their first year with a new coach. Arkansas is not going to be looking amazing. They beat South Carolina 48-3. South Carolina wasn't good. They fired their coach. They beat LSU twenty-seven. LSU wasn't good this season. Ed Orjan can't coach. They beat Auburn thirty-one to twenty. Guess what? Auburn fired their coach. They beat Tennessee thirty-four to thirteen. Tennessee isn't good. Auburn has the worst play caller in history, and Chad Moore's Tennessee wasn't good this year. So, please tell me what game, <laughs> what game tells me you deserve to be in there? Because from what I saw, none of the games you played told me you deserve to be in there. In fact, uh, Notre Dame at... (laughs) Notre Dame... Look, I wonder who... We can pull up Notre Dame's schedule real quick. And I'll tell you if there are any impressive wins that catch my eye. Obviously, you're going to have the, um... They beat Clemson, so that's obviously going to catch your eye right there. But I'm talking about some real games that I thought would be... Uh... Somewhat okay, so the first game of the season was against Duke. Duke typically a very well coached team, and uh, David Cutcliffe obviously, Duke wasn't good this year, so I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> expels uh, and tells me that they were a great team. South they beat South Florida 52 to nothing. South Florida's got a new coach this year, I really didn't think that was an amazing one. 42 26 against Florida State. Florida State, I really didn't watch much of them this year, but I can tell you they probably weren't amazing. Um, they beat Louisville twelve to seven. Woo, that's a big game right there. Uh then Pittsburgh, they beat them forty five to three, okay. They beat Georgia Tech thirty one to thirteen. They beat Clemson forty seven to forty. They beat Boston College forty five thirty one. They beat UNC, who is that also a ranked team? Thirty one seventeen. Uh then they beat Syracuse forty five twenty one. They lost to Clemson thirty four to ten. Um I will say, I thought Cle- I thought uh Notre Dame was going to do a little bit more scheming for this ACC championship game, and they didn't do anything. And Clemson is a very well-coached team, not so much by Dabo, because Dabo's more the motivator of that team. But their def- the defensive coordinator for Clemson, I his name's hard to say for me, but uh, Venables, or whatever his name is, Venables, uh, I guess. He is a very good defensive coordinator because they, they didn't play blitz a lot in this championship game. They said, you can throw. We're going to drop back a lot. And the rushing lanes that you had against when you guys beat us forty-seven to forty, they weren't there anymore. So, I personally, Alabama should should come out and run the same scheme Clemson did, and we'll see if Notre Dame's coach is as good as people thought he was coming into this year, and as good as I think he is. Personally, I don't I don't know how good of a coach he is. Coaches at Notre Dame most of the time you don't play anybody amazing. It's just how it is. Um. So yeah. Um, but basically down to my point, Notre Dame and <laughs> Notre Dame and Texas AM both I mean both of them got one loss, both none of they didn't really impress me, neither team did. Um, and I guess because Notre Dame beat Clemson forty seven to forty with their backup with the backup quarterback, I guess that gives them the edge. But personally I couldn't care less about which team's in there. Uh, my Uncle Keith, he's an Notre Dame fan, so I'm glad he's happy for now um, until they get beat by Alabama. But personally, those teams didn't impress me. Texas A&M definitely didn't impress me when I looked back at their schedule. Because at first, I thought Jimbo had a point. Like, hey, you did you did win a bunch of SEC games, and I looked back at your schedule, and you didn't play any good SEC teams. except the over. You didn't beat any good SEC teams except in the overrated Florida. Which doesn't really float my boat. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Personally, Cincinnati should have got in for me. Um, Antonio Brown had a really big day today. Like, five catches, 93 yards, and a touchdown. That's what I'm talking about with Mr. Business' booming. Um, I'm glad he played pretty well today. Uh, Dez Bryant scored his first touchdown since, like, 2017 when he was with the Dallas Cowboys. Very happy for him. He threw up the x after he scored the touchdown. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Jalen Hurts is playing good. Or was playing good while I'm talking. Uh, I guess I can check that score real quick. Uh, just because uh, we got time. Uh, so it's 26-20. Uh, Hurts is 15-24, eighteen, the three touchdowns. Kyler Murray's playing pretty well. I 20-26, 3-6. Two touchdowns, one pick. And he's got a rushing touchdown. So that's good for Kyler. Um, so the Saints game is back on. It's fourteen fifteen now. Drew's got a touchdown, so good for Drew. Um, that's that game's going on while I'm talking. Uh, the Jets are up twenty three to seventeen with eight twenty three left while I'm talking. The Rams have the ball. though. Sam Donald's played pretty, pretty good? Uh, Frank Gore's got a touchdown. So congrats to Frank Gore. Uh, the Bucks beat the Falcons. The Falcons blew another game. The Buccaneers are probably <laughs> they aren't. They're all right. This is a dream team from three years ago, in my opinion. But, hey, who cares? The Cowboys won their game. How about the Cowboys? Uh, they beat the 49ers. And this, is, uh, this isn't this on the topics. But I would have never guessed how good... I've been telling people how good Jimmy G was. But I would have never guessed he was this important. This team has looked awful since he's been gone. They I don't, I don't think they won a game. Or, no, they did last week. I'm sorry. They did win a game. But they haven't looked good in any game that he hasn't played in. So to all the people who said Jimmy G is not important, Jimmy G is really not that good, Jimmy G. Jimmy G obviously means a lot to the team because they look awful without him. Kyle Shanahan doesn't look like a good coach without Jimmy G playing quarterback. And now to the last subject of the day, Eminem. Eminem is back and worse than ever. Um, I went and listened to a couple of his new songs on the new album coming out or the new album that came out. Not very good um, some pretty basic bars that some people can write <laughs> for you. Um, once again, the people who he's dissed live rent-free in this man's head for some reason. He came out and said something about MGK or Machine Gun Kelly. You don't know who that is. Um, again, you haven't, you haven't dissed a real rapper or anybody that was half-decent. I've said this multiple, multiple, multiple times before, and Eminem fans just completely ignore it. You haven't dissed anybody. You wrote, you dissed NSYNC. Oh, woo! You dissed Christina Aguilera. Okay, who cares? She can't rap. NSYNC can't rap. Uh, when you actually beefed with Ja Rule, you were actually beefing with 50 Cent and GGGG unit with behind him. So that really wasn't Eminem versus Ja Rule. That was Eminem with a bunch of people versus Ja Rule. Then you had Benzino, who wasn't even a rapper at the time. He was a guy who just graded rap albums with the five stars. And he gave your album four stars, and you got mad, and you decided you wanted to roast Benzino. Why? Who the heck knows? Then, Cannabis. Woo! And anybody who says Cannabis is a good rap, Cannabis was a good rapper. I'll I'll give them that. Cannabis was good. But he rose he dissed cannabis after LO Cool J had already ended Cannabis' career. So that really doesn't count idiot. That doesn't count. Roasted Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly hasn't really put out a good song. A good rap song. Now his little rock and roll album that he's put out, I I can kinda mess with it, but he hasn't put out a pretty good rap album ever. Nick Cannon, R and B singer. And I'm almost with the R and B stuff, not really I don't really mess with the rap stuff all that much, but then when he got battle rappers behind him, they actually threw some good bars at you. They threw they threw some good is at you. Uh, the double entendres those were pretty good. You didn't respond. Uh, who knows why? Because you can't out rap battle rappers. That's probably why. <laughs> I mean, you don't really have anything. You don't bring heat to the table anymore, Em. You bring. And here's the thing, you're, I uh, just like I Iris... I don't think 50 Cent's amazing, but I know 50 Cent has made one of, the, one of the most critically acclaimed rap albums of all time in Get Rich or Die Trying. It's one of the best rap albums of all time. If you don't agree with that, then there's something wrong with you. I, I don't like 50 Cent, and I think that's a good album. Um, Eminem has made one of the greatest rap albums of all time. I'll give him that. It's pretty good. But that's, that's the old M. This new M is not very good. He has the same basic rhyme schemes. The rhymes are simple. Uh, when you ask somebody what their favorite bar was in an M song, they can't tell you because the bars don't mean anything. It's just how it is. They don't mean as much as they used to. Even back then, the bars didn't mean anything because they were just about rape and murder. The bars didn't have the bars have never meant anything. They're about him being a drug addict. They bars have never meant anything to anybody except Eminem. So please tell me why Eminem is such great, such such a legend in everybody's books. The one album, yes, makes him that makes him one of probably the 50 greatest rappers of all time. I'll give him that. But is he better than Jadakiss? Even though Jadakiss may not have an amazing album, or one of the most critically acclaimed albums of all time, does it make him better than Kiss? No, it doesn't. Just like, I think 50's one of the greatest 50 rappers of all time. I think M's one of the greatest 50 rappers of all time. You know who else has a critically critically acclaimed great album? Mace. Harlem World. Critically acclaimed album. Is that Mace's best album? No, it's not. The Welcome Back album is his best album. But at the time, that's the best one that got hits. So, being this new M is not that good. Um, The Godzilla track... It really wasn't good, in my opinion. Juice World did his thing the you know, RIP Juice World, Juice World did his thing on the track. And M, he did his little thing where he rapped fast for a little bit. Okay, with rapping fast if rapping fast makes you the greatest rapper of all time, the twist is ahead of him and Duster Rhymes is ahead of him. It's just really Eminem doesn't really do anything that impresses people anymore. The beats are alright. The beats are alright, um, he stopped using dr dre's beats for some reason because he wants more money because he's a little bit selfish in that standard so dr 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 is pretty selfish too i would assume does dr dre uh from what i've heard seems like one of those people that changes the beat like half for three seconds is like that's all mine publishing's mine and i can kind of see where Eminem's coming from in that stance where he doesn't he doesn't want to give dr dre all that publishing but yeah That's all I got to say today. Thanks for listening to the 3-Ball Podcast. Stay safe and peace out.